The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by DrawYouPicture.com, where you can get me to draw you just about anything. Check out what I've done for others and see what I can do for you at DrawYouPicture.com. Also by our patrons like Jen Jen, Jenny, and Jennifer Kennison, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus story stickers, ad-free listening, and more. Join today at Patreon.com slash That Story Show. My name is Ollie. My name is Coco. My name is Reno. And this is That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I, <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we blah, 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 and that's what we do. So, no, we bring your real-life stories into the spotlight. It's episode uh, 420, brought to you the week of August the 11th, 2022. I'm your host, my name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Well, hello, and I'm John, and uh, James, I love camping. Oh, do you? I love it. Absolutely. It's the best thing in the world. You know why I love it? Uh, it's intense. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got that one. Is, it, is that, did I ruin it? <laughs> no, you didn't. You made it better. Oh, because everybody knows that one. <laughs> oh, I do like camping though. It's oh, true. Okay. How do you, how do you and it that? is intense unless you're one of those kind that has one of those fancy things that you get sleep in. I think they call that glamping. Oh to sleep in the air conditioned thinking millennials and they're renaming of everything that's normal yeah anyway, what what was the real look. what was the real joke i'm sorry that was it oh i like camping <laughs> it's intense it's <laughs> uh, the real joke oh man i'm such a bad host I'm no, no 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 Everybody on the show, everybody listening right now is like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that James saved that one because it was, <laughs> we saw it coming and we wanted to answer for him and James fixed it. So I, I fixed the joke. I, I fixed it. I fixed it by guessing it. I, I don't know. I like that one though. I like that one a lot. It's funny to me. Yeah. yeah. It's intense. Yeah. I like beards too. Oh. They grow on you. Oh, <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. they do. They do. Um, yeah. We always start with an opening story, and this one's called The Bike Crash by Charlie Welsh. He says, hello, my name's Charlie, and I'm going to tell you a story about the time I got my leg broken. Oh, it fun. all started with my cousin and I were fixing our bikes. And after fixing them, I tested my bike, and the brakes were too tight. It was such that when I tried to ride, the tire was dragging against the brakes. I understand that. I hate it. I agree. The clamps are too tight, you know, whatever. Every time I would try to fix them, they would just tighten back up, do the same thing. So eventually I just took them off. The logic of middle schoolers right there, folks. Yeah. After that, we started to ride. 
rode a lot easier without brakes. We rode for about 10 minutes. Then we came upon this large hill and I told him, check for cars. And he did because cars can't just come out suddenly, you know, down, halfway down a hill or anything. So I started to ride. I was being a dumb dumb because I was going too fast and I could not stop. So I just hit a fence. <laughs> Ouch. It's right into it. It's right in there. And I was sitting on the ground for about five minutes and <laughs> five different people walked past me. And they were being LBBs because they never even asked if they could help me. Finally, I managed to get home and I went to the doctor two days later and they told me my leg was broken. Hope it makes it on the show. John, I'm one hour away from you. I hope we can visit each other sometime. Yes. In a public space. (laughs) That's just kidding. Charlie, I'd love to meet up with you sometime. Maybe we can have a, a Atlanta area. N- nobody's li- I'm sorry. that story show meet up. Wow. Hey, wow, man, how did that happen? I, I haven't called this show that nobody's listening in a long time. Yeah, I know it, it still creeps in there once in a while. All right. It's time for us to uh, rewind the week. All right. This is where we share something from the last seven days or so. And, um, and and try to make you laugh. Uh, I I almost killed a very nice Hispanic lady at work. No, why? Yeah, I, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't out of anger or anything like that. It was. I, I realized how that sounded. Like I almost killed her. I was just so uh, angry. No, I was. Um, I, I work at Chick Fil A now. Successful. And uh, I I worked the grill, so I I'm cooking eggs and stuff, oh. and. It, I needed to go across. I also take care of hash browns and hash browns are, are made in one area, but, but you have to pass by a counter, you know, with people facing away from you. So you sneak past them and you grab a bag of, of frozen, uh, you know, hash browns and you bring them back across and you have to say, excuse me a lot because you're, it's tight quarters. Think, think like a, like a, I don't know, like a, like a kitchen, you know, a tight kitchen, just everything's, uh, very small rows and, and you have to scoot past people. So anyway, it's tight is, is all I'm saying. And I was, I was walking behind this very sweet uh, lady. Her, her name is not important. I mean, it is important obviously to her. <laughs> I, I just to don't want to, <laughs> not to the story. I don't want to, I don't want to call her out, but I was walking behind her and my legs were sp- sp- sprint, you know, walking. So they're like a frames, you know, how, how you do. You take a step yeah. forward and, and just freeze me in that position. Well, then she was facing away from me. She goes to turn and face me. So her leg comes out and gets in between my two legs somehow. Oh, no. And I take the step forward and trip her leg. And she falls forward behind me right into Ooh. the grills that I had just left. And so I grab her arm and she grabs some, some handrails and, um, I'm immediately embarrassed and horrified. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't. And, and I think she was embarrassed too. She didn't say anything, but later on she joked around and I, you know, was able to be like, yeah, I tried to kill you earlier. I'm sorry about that. And, um, she said, no, the big thing was my hands almost went into the grill and, um, Oh, yeah, she's a sweet Hispanic lady, and um, she has forgiven me, and I, all is right with the world. But if I had hurt her, 
I, I think the men that I work with would have like taken me out and thrown me in the grease pit or something like that. I don't, oh, I don't know if we yeah. have a grease pit, but they would create sure, there's one. There's a place for things. But uh, it was it's terrible. It was terrible. I I do. I'm I'm like Jar Jar Binks up in that place. Oh, no, I'm, you're not. I'm so clumsy. No, I am. It's terrible. Like I was supposed to be collecting dishes on this rack this rack with wheels and i guess i stacked them stupid and this plastic handle uh container falls off and one of the handles just snaps off as soon as it hits the ground and i'm like i i did this and it's right in front of one of the bosses and he sees me and i I point to it i'm not i'm not trying to get out of it and and she's like well that 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 kind of stuff happens and i said yeah but when that kind of stuff happens does it come out of people's checks you know <laughs> and, and uh other people that were nearby were looking at her like yeah do they <laughs> yeah we need to know because uh i might have broken a couple things yeah uh, exactly and she never answered but uh i got my first paycheck today <laughs> and i didn't see any discounts out of it so induction for a, a plastic thing that got the handle broke yeah, off of it yeah oh man I hate. I did that once mistakes. at work. I worked in a restaurant. Oh yeah, what? Which one? Oh, it was it was a little mom and pop place in Lakeland. Okay, it's called Reese Clip. It was like an old diner, and I uh, I was well, I worked on the line a little bit, you know, just fulfilling orders. But then I, they moved me to the kitchen because apparently I was too slow for that. I guess I don't know. Uh, and man, I was cleaning dishes, and we we kind of didn't have a lot of coffee mugs as it was, and I had a whole tray of them. Oh no! And. Uh, I set them down on a corner and they fell over and went. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, everybody looked at me. That's so terrible. Well, yeah. I almost killed a Hispanic lady. So sorry. It caused third degree burns on her arms and, and palms and stuff. But I would have, uh, the, 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 the cups would have, I would have crawled into a small hole and died. <laughs> oh, and what's up in your world i well my world is uh, we started school this week and so it's been so much busyness you know there's always that busyness start getting up to it and then and then the busyness of it starting and then there's going to be the busyness of getting caught up from all the stuff that you were supposed to get finished during the summer Mm. you know how that goes yeah i totally know i'm sure i mean every i make hash browns for white people so Christian try white to, people try to burn the hands on Hispanic people. <laughs> yeah, no, Some accidents happen. Uh, but Johnny, my oldest son, he has um, he's injured himself. No, and uh, yeah, he was. He, I think I told. I can't remember if I told this or not. He um, he uh, he was doing what lunges, doing lunges. You know, yeah. I don't. It's like I don't know. I don't even why he was doing lunges. He doesn't really like exercise but he was with some buddies and they were all doing lunges and and so he um he he was doing a lunge and he had his slides on oh i I feel like i've told this before you may have yeah i think we talked about slides and how they're yeah like doctors love them because they keep them Uh, in business yeah they made his kneecap go out of yes yes okay now i remember fix that well he's got a plethora of appointments and, and this one actually wasn't this one wasn't for his knee. This one was for his toe because he had his toe operated on 
and uh, because he had an ingrown and stuff. But he was um, oh. at. We were. I took him to the doctor's office for the follow up. You know. Yeah. This kid. I tell you what. I don't know how. I don't know how he does it. Um. I couldn't be in the room. They said, "Oh yeah, you can stay in the room when you when he gets his toe operated." I was like, "I don't want to be in the room, but if I have to be in here, I will be." And and they're like, "Oh, you know, you can go sit on the doctor's in the waiting room." So that's what I did. Yeah, I sat out there, and, he, and Johnny's like, "Oh, Dad, can I borrow your phone?" I was like, "Well, maybe he wants to pass the time." I said, "Sure," and he said, "I want to I want to videotape it. Oh! I want to take some pictures." This generation, and so, like, I so. He didn't video it, but um, he did get some pictures. And like the dude can watch stuff like that. I don't know how. I, it's disgusting to me that that it would happen. You know, to watch surgery and blood. I just uh, I yeah. don't even imagine it. Yeah. But he's like, it doesn't bother him at all. Ah. Uh. But that's not the story. The story is this: we went to the follow up, and um, he had to get uh, you know, that toe checked out and everything. So. They took him back to one of the way back rooms. You know, doctor's offices are usually like they have a uh, a central area in the middle where they have the nurses and the the wait staff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And people doing paperwork and all that fun stuff. And um, we had a room that was like way back in the back. And they had a little waiting area kind of thing there. And it was completely empty. So he, he would go in the room and we're just sitting in there waiting. And the doctor comes in, checks him out. And um and and then he says, "All right, well, you're all done. Why don't you go ahead? We can go go on." And so, uh, Johnny, he um, he's sitting up on the exam table, and um, you know those things they have the really hard plastic on them, right? Okay. So, but they're but they're they're still kind of cushiony. Well, he's sitting up there, and I'm over sitting in the corner, kind of looking at my phone, and he just rips this enormous oh. fart. <laughs> It was so loud. It, it my ears rang, and I'm I'm looking up and I'm like, dude. And he's like, what? There's nobody out there. And I'm the like the door is open, right? The door is completely open. And he's like, there's nobody out there. And I I figure I take his word for it because he's more in front of the door. I'm kind of hey, behind the door. He's so a musician, really and anyway. he had the right instrument. You know that he was, did. That was it a thing. Echoed in that room, man. It was crazy, and, and I'm like, man, that was the loudest fart I've ever heard. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, whatever, I'm, I'm great. Um, I don't, he didn't say that, but it, it, that's kind of your phone? He's, like, he's laughing like at himself. I'd like to video it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had the phone so I could. But so I'm like, all right, well, he gets his shoes on, and, and, and I go to step out the door, and I'm the first one out the door, and there's a nurse sitting right there, oh. like right there. And I know she heard it. Because she didn't make eye contact with either of us. <laughs> she just looked. And I I turned the corner and I quickly walked off. And I don't even know. I left him back there. But I started, you know, when you're not supposed to laugh, but you can't not laugh. Right. It was one of those moments where it was just so hilarious. And it was really not that funny. But it was so hilarious. And I'm trying to walk out, you know, the doctor's office. And I got tears in my eyes because I'm restraining this this huge laugh that I've got. And um, we get out to the car, and finally, I was just able to let that laugh out, and it was, uh, it was great. It was a, a great. <laughs> Johnny broke more than the tension that moment. Yeah, he broke the wind. He he, he cracked the plaster <laughs> My, like like it was some sort of Stranger Things moment going on. You know, cracks. Yeah. And blood was coming out of the walls, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He broke my eardrums. <laughs> there was blood coming out of those two. He, he made that lady rethink her entire job, her whole life. <laughs> she, 
She's like, I were, I wanted to work for a foot doctor so I didn't have to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought mean, it was who goes far to away. a foot doctor's appointment? Oh my gosh! Gets your eardrums blasted off. So how's his kneecap boy. doing? No, he's good. He started his uh, his physical therapy today. Goodness so gracious! He's not going to have to have any surgery or anything. So I just think it's good. hilarious that your son, you know, homeschool boy, uh, was hanging out with his friends and. The thing he gets in trouble for, with is lunges. You know, that's, yeah. the, that's the bad thing yeah. they're doing. What are you guys doing back here? Nothing, nothing. Were you doing lunges? No, no, I promise. No, we I hurt my knee. <laughs> we are doing lunges. We're not doing lunges. Uh, let me pause the show for a second. Okay. Um, my dog is barking constantly uh, really? for no reason. Yeah, I I, it's just going to yeah. be one of those nights. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Did you kill it? Oh, dog's can, dead. Can I make a? Can you give the pelt to to my son James because he wants to make? <laughs> I should have told that story. <laughs> what? <laughs> he James is you know he's in FCF right? Yeah. So it's all this frontiersman kind of stuff, and and somebody gave him a, a fox pelt and he or a fox pelt hat that he had to finish up, and he's working on. He did a great job on it, and um, and he's like, uh, hey, when when the cat dies. <laughs> When the cat dies, can I make a hat out of it? <laughs> oh my gosh. He was serious too. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know I don't know how to take that, but it would be kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just had the tail the sticking straight out. Hat, as I long mean. as he includes the butthole in the back. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I think that would yeah, be that classic. Would be good. Yeah. Maybe I'll save that for next week. <laughs> no, I'm I'm keeping it on the show. It's recorded. <laughs> uh we just want to take a second and thank some patrons. Luke Barnett became a ten dollar a month patron. Thank you. That means he's a hot doctor. Do you know that every what? Oh every every uh stage, like you know, from a dollar to three dollars a month to five dollars a month to ten has a has a has a thing, you know, for five dollars a month you're Lucy. And uh, for 10, you're a hot doctor and uh, like a dollar is a basement ghost man and, and $3 is other dunder and stuff like that. So uh, Vanessa well, auger man, auger man. I can't remember right off the top of my head. They're at the, they're at the top of that list. Yeah. So they're they're up there. Vanessa Trapnell also became a $10 uh, a month patron. So thank you so much for that. He's a hot doctor too. huh? Yeah. 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 And 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 all of the names have to do with you know memes from past shows and stories and stuff like that. So it's pretty fun. It's a great way to support the show is uh, to just give a dollar or two or three or five a month, and um, and it helps us out quite a bit. You get an ad free listening experience as well as stickers and uh, behind the scenes content, which is basically more stories. So, uh, I mean, after me and John finished recording that story show, we immediately hit record and we play this music and we start, we start recording stories that wouldn't fit on the show. And, uh, that's what the bonus people get. So get more from your James free raps. Yeah. Sometimes I, I freestyle and free rap as, as we white people are calling it now and, um, free rapping. So it's good stuff. We got a podcast review from mypodcastreviews.com. I laugh till it hurts, says Ch- Second Chance at Life from the United States. 
This show is so real, it brings out the funny and the most mundane to the most hilarious stories. The recap songs are pure gold talent. I love, love, love it. Well, I got bad news for you. The <laughs> <laughs> must have found us a while back. Yeah, it must have Started dove the into the past there. It's okay. Um, and just one more plug for the new toll-free number. A lot of folks are using it. I love it. Uh, we have a new storyline. It's 833-55-STORY, 833-557-8679. And, um, and that's, that is a great thing for you to do is to call in your story because we get your version of it. Man, it must be raining hard yeah, over there. I'm so sorry. I'm looking around and thinking, I'm looking at the radar thinking maybe it'll clear up. Oh, and it's kind of up and down. It's just going to so. be one of those nights. That's that's all it is. Uh it's time for us to do some uh listener stories. So, let's do that. This segment is brought to you by our sponsors. All right. First story, intense itch attack. Try to say that three times fast. I wonder um, if that's a camping kind of itch attack. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. It's from Rachel from Texas. She yeah. says, I thought I'd check back on my favorite podcast after they'd had their farewell, farewell episode. So happy you're <laughs> back. I'm catching up on missed years. Okay. So years ago when I was 17, my parents and I had our family vacation. Soon after I moved away and my mom got very ill. So needless to say, this trip was full of special memories, especially this one. We rented a car. And we went to see the Grand Canyon and other Arizona sites. On one part of the trip, we were in some small town at a red light, just sitting in silence, contentedly enjoying the trip and the company. And I guess our eyes happened to drift to the right, where a kind of shabby-looking guy was walking down the sidewalk. Suddenly, as if taken over by aliens, this guy jumps and reaches back behind himself and started dance-scratching his butt crack like a legion of ants had just gotten the call to bite all at the same moment. Oh, man. <laughs> we, we burst into crying laughter. And my father, almost unable to drive, uh, to this day, many years later, when we reminisce about the good time spent while my mom was still with us, this guy and his unashamed crack scratch still makes us laugh and shake our heads. Hope this makes it on the show, Rachel, from Texas. <laughs> so Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've had things like that happen to me. Fortunately, not, not my butt, but not like in public, like where like something would happen and I could get a twitch in my arm or something like that. And I'd freak out. Yeah. And, uh, but you never had I a, try not to do it. Not, not a, not a never had attack. Fire ants climb up your, your, your sphincter there. <laughs> hey, something happened. Something's in the chili. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me uh that's not that's not good yeah it's it's bad enough you got to be homeless and um you know you're you're walking the streets you know the the sun is beating down on you 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 don't have many things that you own you know it's a rough life it's it's got to mm. be and then all of a sudden your butt just starts itching you know <laughs> and you have to write a new sign says uh please help <laughs> i need some cream I need for my cream. butt i need, I need some cream prep h will work mm. will work for scratches so if you'll get in I, there uh, and start itching for me i will work uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. And I didn't read your last name. She she texted me back. I, I she sent in the story, and then I wrote her and said it's going to be in the show. And she says that's great. Just don't read my last name. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And I had to go back and and delete her last name. So, so that's right. because she knows that when sometimes we we do things on the show, people find us, right? Yeah. yeah. And so Rachel was afraid that uh, homeless guy there, yeah. or or scruffy man, scruffy man. We don't know he's homeless. Scruffy yeah. man was afraid that his story being told was would he would find her. He's like, ah. yeah. I remember when that girl from Ra- Rachel from Texas came through and saw me scratch my butt. They all laughed at me. <laughs> Sorry. I got a story from Simone. Do you remember Simone? Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, had a great story it, for us a couple. Was it last week? Last week? week. It was last week. Last week. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Because last week was when the taser stuff came about. Yeah. I found out I had a, a thing. I didn't even know that I wanted to tase people, but I have a strong desire to tase somebody. Yeah. N- namely, John. And and that was and did I did I say that on the show or was that on the after show where I, no, I said you, if we you, get more you said on the show in real life that if we got a thousand patron supporters you would let me taste you we yeah, have we have just over a hundred right now so it's it's a pie in the sky dream but it's a dream yeah. all the same a dream I hold tightly too that I would have a willing participant that would allow me to taste them. Oh, indeed. And that's me. Somebody sent me a video this week of a, of a cop getting tased. Apparently they have Uh, to go through it. And he was a big, big, strong man. And they shot him in the back and he went, and he fell over. (laughs) I don't want to be tased like that. They were holding his arms. And I was like, that's probably exactly the sound I'll make, except it'll be more, just more like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i will i, I will not make a manly sound it will not be like a that's what i'll make that's the sound that i'll make i heard you say i like it i like it that's what i heard you say when you said that so it uh, sounded no. like, like sure i like it i like it so. please can i have another <laughs> no no, we're... I think I'll I think I'll scream like Luke when when he found out that Darth Vader was his father. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, no! It's, it's impossible. Yeah. Anyways, I I uh, I digress. I got a this is a story from Simone. It's a it has to do with some tasing a little bit tiny. Someone. Well, it's First the, off, it's the story. It. It's the tasing story she promised to tell us from last week. Is what it oh, is. Oh, and that's what sparked it. Remember, she had the story about the trash can burning. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and we questioned how could a trash can smell as bad as she said it did. And she explains it here in this story. So I'm looking forward to okay. hearing it. Here we go then. First off, thank you so much for reading my story on the show. Well, you are welcome. And for the record, people tended to throw food into the bathroom garbage cans. So try to imagine the smell of burning sour milk. Oh, yeah, that's gross. You did it. It's it's always fun hearing the thoughts you guys have and John's voices on certain things. Uh, But I'm also but I also learn new things like the fact that James is uh, a maniac for taser. We all learned something that day. You know, I didn't know. 
we learned that there is a, a limit to uh, my uh, my willingness to gain more patrons. I guess I, I don't. I, <laughs> There's no limit. I mean, a thousand doesn't sound like much when you know being tased <laughs> is on the line. Come on, guys, we can and, do it. There are there are roughly fifteen thousand of you out there. Come on, it's just a small 15. percentage. If you'll do just a yeah. dollar, just a freaking dollar a month. It would meet the minimum requirements, you know, let's get this done. Let's make this happen. I don't happen. want to be on YouTube with, you know, I'd probably be the guy that wets his <laughs> pants whenever he gets tased. That's what I'm afraid of. And I want, I'm not wearing khakis that day. Let me tell you. I mean, if it ever happens, I mean, there's gotta be a thousand of you. Yeah. We didn't set a time limit on that. Did we? No, we didn't. It's just whenever it does do happen, if it happens anytime, you know, so it better be soon before your heart ages any more than, right. than it is. Right. Because I don't think you're allowed to get tased when you have heart conditions. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the story continues. Um, James, you asked for it. I, I, I've decided to let you live vicariously through my taser story. This happened the same school year as the garbage fire. Can we pause for just a minute? Yeah, we can. Hold on. It's freaking rain. Here you go, James. This is this is Simone's taser story. This this happened the same school year as the garbage fire. And the garbage fire actually happened earlier in the year. The day started out pretty much like the same quiet and slow because, you know, everybody was sleepy. About halfway through uh, the first class, there was some whispers going around, you know, like kids do in a big school. Oh, mm-hmm. did you hear that thing? I'm one of those kids who really doesn't care to get involved with the gossip unless it affects me. And up to that point, it didn't. So I was ignoring it. But the bell rang and we all went to change classes. But there was a problem. There was a hallway that I used to take the shortest route to my next class. And when I walked outside the classroom, the entire hallway, the entire hallway, James, was blocked off Hmm. with principals on guard. They like to do that in her school. Yeah, the print that's I mean, in my school, the principals don't do that. I mean, maybe they do, and I just never see them. But like, if there's well, we don't really have incidents like this, so I guess yeah. I didn't really know. Yeah, yeah. I, we only had two principals it was the, the main principal and then Miss Hunter, the vice principal, the right? vice principal who was a short, stocky, angry lady that mm. I went to church with. Oh. She was very nice at church, but she had a persona at at school, and uh, really? she was like a little bulldog. Yeah, she would bite you. Did, did she go to the same church that I went to? No. Okay. She went to a Baptist church in in uh, Point Peter. Ah, okay. All right. Well, so that was that was that was before me, right? Before going to what was that church we went to? First Assembly. Yeah, I think it was after. Because I, okay, I, I started going with Jen to her family's church. Ah. So I cheated on the Assemblies of God and went to a Baptist church. <laughs> I tried to tell them about the Holy Ghost, but they didn't like it. <laughs> they didn't want it. They, they the Holy Ghost is different to the Baptists. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. We both married Baptist girls. Isn't that funny? And they, straight, they got it straightened out, right? Yeah, they did. Well, aside from all the principals on guard at uh, Simone, um, she says, now this is an issue because the way my school is laid out, I had to walk around to the other end of the hallway on the other side of the school through a sea full of high schoolers who didn't care if they were late or not to class. Mm, annoying. I, 
I I kind of take it that Simone's a, a a rule follower. Yeah, she likes and, her 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 way of doing things. Like yeah, she, she likes get things there a to couple stay minutes early, right? Yeah, make it to class. She cares. She wants to be prepared. I bet you Simone pulls out her stuff and has it ready on her desk. Yeah, she's got a routine. She has a routine. I think so. Well, the, the sea of idiots, I'm sorry, 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 I shouldn't call them idiots. <laughs> the sea of kids was all in the way, and, and Simone had to make her way to class quickly. She had to do all of that, go around, make it through the sea of kids, all in under five minutes, just to get to class, instead of just walking through. And so, well, five minutes later, I make it to class winded and frustrated, but some light starts to get shed on the situation. Someone had seen a police officer in the hallway earlier. Uh, of all of the school stories that I had, this one was a rare case in that it seemed like no one knew what was really going on. Mm. So fast forward through the day, and the picture becomes a little bit more clear as the story is put together piece by piece. I don't, I don't listen to gossip, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do it this time. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this involved piece by her. Piece. messed up her whole, you know, <laughs> oh, way of getting to I class. I got you. I got you. Well, I, I, I saw a logical fallacy in her argument immediately when she said, I only listen to gossip when it affects me, but you have to listen to it to know if it affects you, right? So you uh, either well, do or don't listen to gossip. There is no in-between. So I guess, okay. Like, I, we, like we, like I have a personal thing. Like I don't spread rumors. I start them. <laughs> yes. So. Like that rumor about me getting tased for a thousand patrons. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure I'll, that I'll, was... I'll, I'll start that one and let it spread itself. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, by the end of my third class, the story was this. A student, one who was notorious for causing trouble, had punched a teacher. Ooh. No one ever clarified why. A principal had come to her aid, and the student attacked him. Oh. Two officers. See, we had a few that would patrol around in the parking lots. Two officers ran in and tased the kid yes. right there in the middle of the yes. hallway. Be yes. Tased him good before dragging him off to the Hold the button car. down. Ah! <laughs> all Remember that years that of training. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. All the years of training comes down to this. I get to tase the... A, a freaking a high freaking school. high school kid that thinks he's big enough to beat up adults. That would be yeah. the ultimate. Yeah. I'm going to punch a teacher and a principal. I think I'm going to buy. I'm going to get tased. You know those, you know those hoods that, that executioners wore back in the old days? Oh, jeez. I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to get a pair of black shorts and some sandals and one of those hoods. And and a and a big old freaking foam axe, and and <laughs> go to the Renaissance Fair, and just walk around, and just be that executioner guy with no shirt, you know, no shirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll have a mask on, so right. I mean, nobody else, nobody will see your face. So and it's I'll not just, like if somebody sees you, they're oh, James, you. I'll have a constantly shirt on. be looking like I'm headed to to behead somebody. But really, I just want to taste somebody. But that's not the right, you know, time period. <laughs> but that must be what it is. Maybe I have the taste for blood. Maybe I would be a head chopper in a different life. Oh my goodness! 
<laughs> you are you would be uh the one who stands for justice that's well, it well okay but there's two and kinds of head choppers there's head choppers that are dumb and don't know what they're doing that's what i've always kind of imagined in movies yeah, and okay. stuff is they they're just they're just uh forrest gumpish enough to where they were given the job they don't really know what they're doing they're flipping switches they have no guilt no conscience whatever and then there's Their ones soul. that that probably love it and they would be killing people anyway and so they were like, oh, you like to kill people? Well, we have people that need to be killed. We'll pay you if you'll do it for us. Job. Yeah. Oh, and then there's people Holy like cow. me that feel like justice is being served. Like if you killed, you, you know, a bunch of orphans, say. What? You need to have your head chopped off. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. I would okay. do it. You would be the one to I would, exact justice. I would happily do it. Yeah. I would even lower it slowly, you know? Oh, so geez. there's like a, <laughs> like, like you're slicing bacon at the delicatessen, you know, <laughs> just kind of run it across there a few times. Oh man. Get some, get some thin. You want it thicker than this? You, you <laughs> How much neck do you like? You know? Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. I think if it was the right person, I could do it. Oh man! I know I'm admitting I, some wild things here, but I really feel this strongly in my heart that there's justice, and um and 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 now I'm I'm back in the old times. I'm not talking about now. I wouldn't do it now. No, okay, talking about in the old days, like On the old and like the, Army of Dead, Army of the Dead, Army of Darkness. You know, Evil Dead Three. This is my boomstick. You know that time period. You know, like the Dark Ages, the 1500s. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I could be that guy, and I and I would be able to mm. teach Sunday school on Sunday. I would feel no guilt. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do over the week, Pastor James? Well, I killed that guy that killed your dad. <laughs> That's what I did. Thank you. Yeah, You're exactly, exactly. And and I wouldn't even have to wear the mask if they didn't want me to. I'd just be like, "Hey, I'm James. Uh, I have a podcast." Um, <laughs> It's a word of mouth I, podcast. I, a, I I get together in the pub and tell stories on on Thursday oh, nights. Goodness. So uh, yeah, if, if you after after this, if you like my work, you'll love my stories. You'll love my show. Jeez, oh, I don't know. I don't I'm know where this is going. About like I I feel like I need to do something mean for you to actually want to tase me. Yeah, no, I I'll tase you for free. Thousand patrons. I, I think do it for fun. I think. Angels need to be brought down a notch, and you're okay. an angel already. Uh, I got gotcha. you. And uh, I, th I think, I think there's a, there's a very there's a part of me that just wants. I don't really want to do it to you. I want it. I want. I would prefer a punk middle school kid. You know. <laughs> I got. What one. am I admitting to? I'm going to so end up in jail. I'm just going to end up in jail. <laughs> You know, this might be the episode that we record and never release. <laughs> <laughs> James is going to listen to this later on. You know what? Maybe I should cut that out. I just want to, uh, <laughs> I want to put context to it because that's everything. It's about justice. Yeah. And it's about justice. There's a movie, I don't even remember what it is, where, um, uh, uh, dude, um, I can't remember his name. Uh, Happy Gilmore guy. What's his name? Adam Shannon. Adam Sandler. Uh, gets hey, mouthed off. He, he gets mouthed off by this kid, but then he accidentally like knocks him out 
with a package oh. or something or a box or something like that. And it's just so satisfying. <laughs> and he runs away <laughs> from it. You know? But the that kid sounds like a, not Happy Gilmore, but the, the other one that he did before Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I don't remember which one it was. It also is the name of a person, but yeah. I never saw it. So, yeah. Anyway, go ahead yeah, and finish the story one. before I right. <laughs> get myself into a, a mess of trouble. So just to recap, uh, Simone is uh, to put together a story that uh, she doesn't really listen to gossip, but this is how it came about because it affected her walk to her class. Mm. Uh, some punk kid punched a teacher and then punched the principal, mm. and the two cops came in and tased his butt yes. tased before him hauling him off with to justice. the car. Tased him with justice. Yeah, with justice, the justice taser. It was wild, says Simone, but believable. Though I still don't know why they had to close off the entire hallway when it was all over, okay? Because, I mean, really? I needed to get to class. In my last period of the day, I was a library worker. And as I recounted the story I'd, I'd heard to the other workers, the librarian overheard and rolled her eyes, mm. tidying up the details that had gotten off track and taken a life of their own. The facts were, yes, a kid punched a teacher, Ooh. and he had tried but failed to punch a principal. Ooh. One officer had come, but he simply pulled the kid away and led him to out of the school. Oh, boo. And, James, no, there was no taser boo! That deserves some sort of sound bite of booze. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no oh. taser. Yeah, there we go. There you go. I don't know what happened to that kid. He and the garbage fire kid probably spent some time in a cell and now have some scared straight <laughs> stories. I hope James group. doesn't come to visit us. <laughs> Anyways, that's all. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I've got another story. I'll try sending over a voicemail. It would be uh, too hard to tell over an email. Ooh. And I'm going to look into becoming a patron so James can live his dream of tasing someone. Yes. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Thanks, Simone. Thanks, Thank you. Simone. You're the best. Yeah. What she is it about Simone's, Simone's stories that gets us off track, man? I don't know, man. Simone, I, I can't wait for the voicemail. Thing. That tasing thing. Um, it just, it, it's but, got something in me, you know? Tasing. And I'm not Those even sure I'm man. pro, you know, I'm not even sure I'm pro death, uh, what is it? What is it called when you're you're a capital punishment? Yeah, I'm not even sure I'm a capital punishment guy anymore. Yeah. I I used to be pretty pretty straight laced right wing, you know. So I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. But man, if it was back then when it was just uh, like people were just you know getting knocked off for you know stealing cherries or something, I don't know what they were doing, <laughs> stealing stealing, stealing lemons, horses. yeah, horses and yeah, and you were getting hung. I, I'd, I'd, I'd be the one I would, I would offer. I'd be like, yes, let's do this. <laughs> I'll pull the switch. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I could do it, man. <laughs> I don't think I could. But you know, in their stories, there's always tons of people watching. So yeah. there's always one guy that does it and he kind of takes all the hate, you know, like, look, how could he do that? But how, well, how about all these people watching? You know? Yeah, right, right. They're there too. He's the only one being honest in the whole thing. He's stepping up. And he's wearing a mask. Yeah. True. <laughs> Everybody knows who he is, though. Everybody does. Because he's, he's not wearing a shirt. Later. <laughs> <laughs> wearing black leather pants. Yeah. Yeah. He's not wearing a shirt. Yeah. He's got that big hood on. Yeah. Anyway, 
I'm, I'm not well, wearing Simone hoods. sends her love from Mississippi. Thank you so much, Simone. That's great. She says, finding you wasn't a mistake. It was a happy little accident. Oh, we, we appreciate Best that. Best little accident we've had in a long time. All right, we got a voicemail from Remington. It's called Mouse in the Morning. Hi, this is Remington. Hey. Calling for that story show. And I have a story called Mouse in the Morning. Mm. So yesterday... I was waking up on the couch because I decided to sleep on the couch that day, like an eleven-year-old. Yeah, I do it too. I'm forty-seven. Uh, so when I woke up, my first sight was my two cats batting around and a live mouse. Oh, oh no! So my first instinct was to go get a plastic bag and try to capture the mouse. <laughs> but I the would, mouse got under the couch, I so scream. I went to tell my mom. So I had to go and wait. Er, So she told me and go, er, told me to go in the living room and wait for it to come out again. (laughs) So I got bored of waiting. So I used my Apple type watch or not an Apple watch, but something like that. And called my dad and he said, to flip over the couches until it came out. Oh. So I flipped. James so I waited a few minutes for his text to get back. Meanwhile, uh, I was in the Discord server chatting with um, Jake, the historian guy. Yeah. Um. So. And we have a Discord. While right? doing that, or I, once I was my my dad's text got to me, I called. Or I flipped over the couch, and sure enough, a little itty bee mouse came running out and scared me half to death. Well, that'll happen. <laughs> so I chased it around the room until I got stuck in between my brother's desk for his Xbox or whatever. Or whatever. And I, and at this time, my mom was getting my friend to help me get them out and at the time I thought it was dead behind there because I squished it with a spoon but apparently it wasn't it was very injured though so when my friend so I waited a couple of minutes for my friend to get there and he removed the desk and the mouse came running or he like tried to get his or his hand in there and pushed the mouse out and came running out and he captured it in his hands and put it in the bucket we had So that we can bring it outside your hands. and give it to the neighborhood cat. So we tried giving it to the neighborhood See, cat. See, that appeals to me. But we couldn't, or we didn't get to her, or the, she wasn't around. She or was something. busy. She had other so things. So we just tried to throw it out to the in the field, ish. Ish. And it probably broke a bone or Field-ish. two. So right now it's either dead or very injured. <laughs> uh, that or. By the way, I live in That's the Iowa. It's the end of the story. J- just so you know. Um, oh, okay. Iowa. That, that explains everything. Now. Hope this gets on the show, and have a good day. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for the story. That was gross. <laughs> he picked up a dead mouse. He squished it with a spoon, dude. With a spoon. It's probably his breakfast spoon. I have, I have a rule about some things, and when the, some things are used for certain things, they belong to that thing. 
And <laughs> yes. And when you squish a mouse with a spoon, you don't just put it back in the sink and and no. wait for it to get washed. That is now the spoon spoon that is the mouse squishing spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you hang it up on the wall like a fly swatter, and if there's a mouse that needs to be squished, you use that. It's a it's a squishing spoon. You can even squish small bugs with yes, it. Yes, yes. It it, but it is not to be used for food anymore. No more eating. It's oh. it's done. It's past its prime. Goodness gracious! You know, if it falls <laughs> on the floor, it's okay. You just wash it. It doesn't belong to the floor. It's not a floor spoon. You know, whatever. But yeah. if you put it on a hairy mouse and you squish it to the point that you think it's dead. <laughs> anyway i don't know he probably could have made something out of that mouse pelt you know sent it into my son james he could have made it into a thimble warmer or something finger 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 glove just for one finger you know a oh, little, man. little little sock puppet you know something yeah. like that <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> all right uh we got another voicemail it's from trevor it's called dinner baited and this has happened to me so that's why he gets played here it goes well okay. hi jamie and potty mouse this is trevor from missouri don't call me and, jamie. Uh, i'm calling with the story for uh, that story show here um it's it's more of an lbb guys still do that um yes we do so how, how can i put this i i love christians been around in my whole life i'm i am one myself um but we are notorious for doing this this terrible thing. Um, so I, I had a friend that invited us out to dinner. This was a, a couple of years back. And we were like, yeah, sure, awesome. We uh, we always loved having, uh, hanging out with these guys, and we hadn't seen them in a while since our college days. So we were like, yeah, sure, we'll go out to dinner. Well, we go there, and, uh, you know, conversation's going great. Um, you know, we're just catching up on old times. It's really a lot of fun. And then he pulls out a black Boulder and says, we are thinking about being missionaries to uh, <laughs> so and such location. Uh, would you be willing to support us? And I was like, we've been dinner baited. Dinner baited. And so felt, felt a little, felt a little <laughs> sad. Kind of told him, hey, man, I, I wouldn't mind supporting um, missionaries. And my wife and I support uh, a couple already. But, uh, but, but let us know. Uh, before dinner, you know, so we can have the expectation that maybe we have some, some, some money ready. Uh, <laughs> it, it, just, it just feels bad to get the switch made. You think, oh, great, we're going to have this nice dinner, and then you end up, uh, you know, uh, it, it's a sales presentation. Yeah. Anyways, just wanted to uh, forward that. That's my LBB. Hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> Trevor from Missouri. LBB. Oh, yeah, that that deserves the uh, LBB. <laughs> Oh, it didn't play. What are the many tools of the devil? Yeah, it didn't play. I don't know. Anyway, that's happened to me twice. Um, twice? Yeah, yeah. One time. Oh, man. One time I was I was kind of hard up for money. I needed some cash. And this guy is like, he was a friend of mine. And he's like, you need to meet Bill. And I'm like, who's Bill? Bill's a great guy. And he has a solution that you're looking for. And so he oh. set up, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to have lunch with this guy. So he set up a lunch and Bill sat down with me and I met him and I wanted to give a good impression. So I got dressed up, you know, and, and I was like, Bill's going to hire me. Bill's an entrepreneur. Bill, Bill's got to be something. You know, I didn't know anything. Yeah, he, he's got the answers to what I need. Bill was an Amway salesman. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I got pitched, a you know, Amway. That's a different, that's a different kind of bait and switch. That's yeah. wrong, man. Dude, yeah. totally. 
Oh, this was a man. friend of mine that did this to me. So yeah, I don't know what is what his what. Why did he have any skin in the game? Was he getting kickbacks from the guy? I don't know. But I, he I probably obviously... was like the second level or something. And he needed to be bumped up. So Bill was going to come in as the closer, right? Right, right. And Bill was going to get your friend moved up to the next level so that he could. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Well, I wasn't about that. I, I, he, he didn't even use Amway. He, he talked about products and stuff that we all <laughs> use. You know, and then yeah. a second time was a coworker of mine who I love dearly. I love this man to this day, but he invited me and my wife over and a few other friends. And I was so excited because I had never gotten together with this group of people, but I always wanted to. And it was so neat to be included. And, uh, and we were new to the church, you know, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And we get there and there's this, there's this, there's this guy by himself. And I was like hi you know introduce you know blah 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 and anyway we we have dinner and then the guy gets up and starts talking and dude is selling pots pots he's selling like, pots a set of pots yeah okay yeah cookware cookware and he's doing a whole thing and i was so mad i was oh. like i cannot believe <laughs> uh, nobody told me that this was just uh, like he called it a, a dinner bait a dinner bait. I'd never heard that phrase until today. Dinner baited. Yeah. And I, I, I was couple. so mean to the to the owner. I mean to the oh. salesman. I was mean to oh, him. Oh. I was like, that's ridiculous. Because he was making all these claims about how regular pots put poisons in your food. And I'm like, that's bull. That's just bull. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> and uh and he and he goes he launches into this story about his his boss whose son died because of the metals that were being released in pots and pans and everybody almost was teared up around the table and I'm like I can't say anything now cuz now I'm be the guy that hates the kid that died <laughs> but I'm like no this is even more bull crap you know <laughs> anyway oh um, man I had a friend that one of my good friends actually um uh he he got dinner baited so like there's these there's this couple from the church that was moving away and um and they invited him to to lunch and uh he's like oh yeah yeah i'd love to come out and you know do that and then he goes to lunch and there's like there's a bunch of people there and he's like well, what's going on you know he's trying to figure this out and then so the the, the dude's like, uh, you know, oh, thanks for coming to the lunch, blah, blah, blah. And then, hey, we're going to go into the mission field. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're just hoping that maybe you'll, you know, it always starts out, we'll just hope that you'll, you know, pray for us first. But they're really. Yeah, they want I'm your sorry. money. Yeah, call me jaded, but whatever. Um, so <laughs> that happened. You know, that kind of. Go ahead. Oh, that, that's what that's what happened to him. And then I had another one that happened to me. But what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying there's a whole movie that is based on this premise. And it's a really? horror movie. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. But these this this ex-wife of this dude invites him and a bunch of their old friends together. And she has her new friends over. And everybody's getting along. And they're having a great dinner. And then all of a sudden the friends of the ex-wife lock the doors and pull out guns and they're demanding that they join their cult or they're going to kill them all. Yeah. 
and then they have to survive this experience. Yeah. Holy cow. So dinner baited taken yeah. to the extreme. <laughs> it sounds kind of like what, you know, you go through. That's the feeling. That's you what get. you feel like. That, yeah. That's which <laughs> we had the Amy and I were invited to something once it was, a. Uh, it was, and it wasn't so bad. It was totally chill and laid back, but um, we were invited to have coffee over it at a friend's house. And so, so we're like, eh, sure, that's cool. And so we went over there and there's a few other people there and I'm like, oh, it's neat. And then, and then, then there's the pitch and mm. it wasn't like totally like, Hey, you need to, you know, support us or anything. It's like, Hey, this is the coffee that we, we sell oh. to, um, to, to help the fund the mission act or mission work that we do. And so, and you're like, Oh and I didn't bring my checkbook. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get it online. How do people no, do it? I just I, I could take somebody's head off, and I couldn't do this to somebody. <laughs> I didn't mind this so much because you know you buy the product. Like I drink coffee. Right. I love coffee, and and so it's good to buy coffee and then know that it's going to a you know. I know, but it's the premise to, to me. Reason. It's the whole point of the thing. It's like I, I, you bait and switched me. You lied to me. I'm not going to reward that. I'm not going to buy your crap. You know, I call you a liar with your stupid pats and pans, your dumb pans, and then you make up this bullcrap story about some kid that died because of pans. Nobody, no kid in the world has ever died because of pans, unless they were made out of lead. So anyway, anyway, we got one more story. It's a voicemail. Okay. It's called Elephant Toothpaste, and and then uh, then we'll get out of here. Let's see. See what, uh, see what, see what uh, wonders this one unfolds for us. Hey guys, um, I'm calling for that story show. I've got a story here. I'm in the car driving across the country. I've got Bree and Keaton here with me. Anyway, I've been listening to your story, uh, that story show for a little while, and thought I'd just send in a story. So, I'm a chemistry major at a very conservative Christian college here in the United States, and um, I have a story that happened during a vacation Bible school. So I was running a vacation Bible school. We had 20, 30 kids come, and uh, I decided to use my chemistry skills to uh, entertain the kids. And so I decided to do my own take on elephant toothpaste, which if you don't know what that is, you mix hydrogen peroxide to baking powder and, uh, or soda. And it creates this bubbly foam that kind of goes everywhere, and you mix in some food dye, and it gets colored, and it's kind of fun. So... Um, me being the chemistry major that I am, I decided to add, um, you know, extra strong product. So I used 30% instead of 3% hydrogen peroxide, which is supposed to make a lot more foam. <laughs> so I mixed yeah. it up, and uh, it was really pitiful. I mean, we barely had year olds making fun of my chemistry skills. And so uh, I was kind of embarrassed, and to kind of remedy the situation, I took... Uh, three times the normal amount of each one of the, the reactants and more um, and more food dye and mixed it all in and put it in a two-liter bottle, sealed the bottle, and then shook it up. And as soon as I sat it on the ground, the oh. bottle exploded. <laughs> and it shot this greenish-blue foam all over the place. And most of it went straight up, and then it came down on my head. And so it's hot. The foam is really hot. So I'm trying to get it out of my hair, but as I'm trying to get it out of my hair, I'm just rubbing it in more and more and more. So I dyed my forehead and my hair and my hands and my forearms this greenish, terrible green-blue color. 
<laughs> well, because I used a 30% hydrogen peroxide, it was much stronger than um, it normally would be, and so it actually stained my skin and dyed my hair this green color. And like I said before, I was at a very Christian, uh, very conservative Christian university. <laughs> and so it was very much against the handbook for me to go to class with blue hair yeah. and yeah. green skin. However, they let me go to class, um, and my chemistry professor is a very stoic person. I have never yeah. seen her laugh until I walked into class with green hair and explained what had happened. And I had her in the entire class laughing for almost the entire period. It was great. We got out of the lesson and we all had a good laugh. Oh, I man. took about uh, a week to get it out of my hair. And then afterwards, the hydrogen peroxide had bleached my hair. So my normally red hair was very, very, very blonde. Anyway, well, I hope this makes it on the show. Bye. Yeah. Uh, oh man that's awesome uh, that one got me coughing too <laughs> good grief man well who is that guy's name we he didn't a... he didn't give his name he gave the name of the the, of the, the car kids. riders with yeah him. yeah so he didn't wow. get that but uh well enjoy your road trip man and and to the ones in the car with you well done and uh man if you had a picture of that i would love to see it oh yes Please. Yes. That would be fantastic. That's so great. Well, guys, that's our show for today. I enjoyed it with all of its uh, interruptions and rains and dogs barking and all kinds of stuff. But anyway, surely you have a funny life story. Maybe you thought of one while you were listening just now. Whatever your story is, call us toll-free, 833-55-STORY, or email thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kubek, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, if we get 1,000 patrons, I get to taste John. You know you want yeah. it. You know you want it, and you want to give it to me. You want to help me do this. So, anyway, remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens, you don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't use a perfectly good spoon on the squish of a mouse. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next time. Bye! Yeah. Bye! <laughs> Holy moly. Man, I never thought I'd hear this in music today. It's, you know, some podcasts just start, and, and they, they just flow, and uh, yeah. this one did not flow. It, well, it, the rain did, that's for sure. Yeah. And then editing editing it, nobody will really know what, what in the world I'm talking about, but it was a rough one today, the weather. I'm so, yeah, everybody, did you hear that thunder just now? No. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> everybody who listens to this show will get the edited portion. That's right. Portion. And, uh, but for the rest of us in the chat room in here, different story. They know what really happened. See you later. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.